Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dave Noodles. We are on the Type 88 show, where we talk to people about how they turn their dreams into reality. And today we have a special guest with us. This guy defines the word dreamer. He is out there constantly making things happen and helping other people make their dreams happen. So we're going to be talking about his brand, his camp, his events, and all the amazing things. I, I'm surprised he doesn't have uh, he's a triplet, and they all look the same because this guy's out here really making it happen. You would think hey. he has multiple versions of himself. But um, I just want to welcome my guy to the Type 88 show. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah, I'm in the house, man. Thank you for having me, D. It's good to be here. So, for long time coming. Know, where, uh, what, uh, what city are you from? I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. I'm a Brooklynite through and through. Lived in Brooklyn all my life uh, until I made my move to Europe, which uh, you know we talk about later. But yeah, born in uh, lived in Brownsville, lived in East New York, lived in Flatbush, lived downtown Brooklyn. Uh, born in women's hospital like that you can't get more brooklyn than that it's not <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up jay-z heard heard about your story and that's when they made i'm so brooklyn but that, that's real man so it is how was growing up in brooklyn and how did it influence you and inspire you to get to everywhere you know you, you're involved with a lot of amazing things right now yeah you know it it, it, it was dope like i i loved my, my life in brooklyn like we lived in east new york i got to see a lot of things at a young age and then we moved down like into the church avenue area uh, like i have two older brothers and i felt like my mother moved us out of there like you're the last one left <laughs> you know i was still young we moved out of there uh into church avenue and mcdonald avenue in that area um and like 79 maybe i was a no, even before then, like even 76, 74. So it was in East New York before that. So like, you know, my brothers was already running around and running the streets already. And I, I was like the last of the Mohegans. I was like, it's, I, I tell her that this day, like, you know, she moved us out into that neighborhood, just kind of changed the environment. Even though my brothers always went back around the way. But, you know, I was too young for that. So I, I adapted to my environment where I was as I grew up and we moved on and on from there in Brooklyn. But it was a dope experience. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Like I read BK everywhere I go. No matter, no matter where I'm in the world. It's, it's just so important to, you know, just know your roots and then to even go back there and just, you know, you could just pull so much inspiration from your childhood and yeah, your parents and growing up, the foods, the, the things that were around you, school. So that's, it's something just, and that's great that you, you're so connected to it still. And you really well, definitely and dear. It means a lot. I, for instance, like I've, I've, I'm like, in a, I'm in a process too of like, you know, I'm jotting it down. It's like a lot harder than I even expected. You think you just write down your memoirs, but I'm writing a book on my story and I'm at like at seven years old now. So I actually went around to East New York where I lived. I remember all of the stuff that I used to do back then. And like, I took pictures. So this way, you know, to be for the book and everything of course has changed since then. Um, and I just remember different things. Like there was this garage, right? I guess it's about a story and a half. It was, you know, one of those parking garages that are outside. And that was uh, connected to an abandoned building. And so, you know, my older brothers, they were like in gangs and they were gang affiliated and stuff like that. And so I used to hang out with the little brothers, the younger brothers, right? And we had abandoned building and I had, we would run through it, right? Like if it was some kind of like, well, we're running, we'll go through here. And you had to know that you had to skip a step 
If not, you would hit the step and go down and go onto the roof. And from the roof, it jumped onto the backyard into a mattress. It was like, it was crazy, like training, like, you know, and this is like stuff that we did. And it's so funny because my life has changed so much. And not that I, you know, I might be mischief, you know, got into mischief and stuff like that, but I'm not a bad person per se. You know, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you live your life and you're learning as you grow up what's right and wrong. You know, my mother always went to church. And once that point came where I wasn't going to church anymore, <laughs> you know, you start running around. It's like, all right, I'm older now, so on and so forth. But that's what we was doing. And this is I'm, this is like eight, nine years old. So, you know, it's an amazing thing to be able to come from that, survive that anything could have happened at any time, like even just being the brother of someone else, you know, and to be able to survive that and be able to be where I am today and like, you know, be able to pass on information and help others. It's just a blessing. It's a great place to be. Telling me, man, I, I know a few people that have been associated with someone and they just got in trouble. They were in jail several years they, just because that was their, you know how we have the top eight on MySpace back in the day, but like that was their top eight back in the right. day. It was just the people they grew up with, their family. Yeah. Like their first, you know, um, and some of them didn't make it out. Some of them had to take a break because they were locked up and stuff. So I know, I know some people that have, you know, so you, un you understand what it is. And, yeah Some so it, around now but yeah it's it's a great thing and i never had to experience like the worst and like you know go to jail and stuff like that you know some bullpen therapy but uh, that was enough to be able to like nah this is for the birds like nah you know so it's just it's just a good thing my friend stefan he always says when you find people that are interested in what you're doing it helps you stay out of trouble it helps you you know, you find the tribe that loves making beats. Yes. And you're kind of, you're distracted in a positive way. Yes. So yes. At what age did you kind of find something that maybe helped you be distracted in a positive way or something that you were able to really zone in on? That's an that's interesting that's an interesting question because uh you know growing up like I wanted to be a scientist like you know I had a I had um. Uh, I had like a, what is this? That's no, not yeah, stethoscope. And I would look at, I would kill ants and put them on the slides and, and watch them and, 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 you know, do this kind of stuff. So the science thing didn't work out. I enjoyed doing that, but then didn't, didn't do that. Like, you know, I did okay in school, but I was like an average student. School wasn't really for me. So, you know, I hung out with friends and kind of did the same thing, you know, the blunts in the forties back then, the $5, you could do a lot. And in my era, and then, from there, like, you know, I was like, oh, I want to you know, get into modeling. I wanted to like, you know, I would see this stuff. I want to get into modeling. And there was this one guy, he was like, well, you know, light skin models are a dime a dozen. <laughs> like just shot me down. And I was like, really? I was like, all right. And then I was like, I'm going to do this. And I just like started doing what I was doing. I started like, you know, a friend of mine helped me. He's like, sent me to Barbizon, Phil. He sent me to Barbizon. It was like his modeling school. I didn't know, but he was a good friend of mine. He's like, yo, Leslie, you should try this bonding school so i paid like 1500 or whatever it was that i paid for it you know i was like and then realizing later on i was like i didn't need this it was just like you know but you learn from there so i learned by trial and error and you know then i started taking pictures and started meeting photographers and so on and so forth and then i could see as it was getting better and better you know like the photos would get better and better and i was like oh wow i see you know the different looks and what was crazy is as far as you're saying like inspiration you know, in that business, everyone has a different opinion. So one agency would be like, you should look like this. The other one would look like this. And then I was like, wait a minute, I need to look like 
the way I feel right and present myself that way. This is my look. So, because I found myself in the beginning tap dancing all over to be looking like how different opinions wanted me to look because that's what fit them. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute, I got to find my niche. So then I just started doing my own thing. And then I was like, I got to hit Europe. That's it. And that's what told me because I would watch this stuff and I was like, I got to do runway shows. So I did a couple shows here. Remember the, uh, back in the days, it was a club on 14th Street called the Palladium. It's now part of NYU owns that whole set right there. So, you know, I got to do some shows. Yeah, I got to do some shows in there. And like, you know, I knew the models that were actually working. I aspired to, to, to like, you know, damn, I want to work like them. They were like on the Newport boxes. And back then there was the, the hair just for men. Like Brett Walker's a, I would say a friend, you know, and he gave me some tutelage back then. He was like, yo, you'll make it very inspiring. He was hosting on BET. And there was another guy that was, he was an older model. He was working all the time and he was light skinned. So that inspired me. And I was like, oh, I know that I could do it. And he told me, how old are you? And I was like, really young. He's like, don't worry about it. You got time. You're going to work. Don't worry about it. And I, and I took that, I took heed to that. And, you know, I just like kept on pursuing. And then I was like, I want to go to Europe. So that's where that kind of, I would say that was the inspiration I had, but I've always been like, kind of always on my own watching other people and just saying, seeing different directions, what could work for me. And then like make something my own. I don't like following trends. I don't mind setting or flipping a trend a certain way, you know? And I think that's why we're here talking because I'm, I'm cut from a similar cloth. And <laughs> so at what age did you decide to go to Europe? Because that's, I was that's 20. That's oh, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's a dream for a lot of people. They, you know, and I know people that are, still late 30s to 40s still saying it and have yeah so what age did you, you i was i was i was when i finally decided i was like it was like six months before that i was just getting ready to turn 24 so i was 23 at the time i was like i'm going to europe right and my best friend at the time he had his own limousine business but we were like working and you know he had that just for men look and you you know he had the features dark skin cat he had to be another like, we're gonna go to europe and we're gonna kill the runway shows and da 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 a couple months right before, like March, we were supposed to leave April, May, June, that summer, right? Uh, that summer, 90. And he's like, yo, Les, man, because he was going to get rid of his limousine business and we, and we were going to bounce. He's like, yo, Les, man, I'm not going. I was like, what? So now, you know, the idea that you're going with someone that alleviates a lot, like, you know, you're going with somebody, you know, into the strange land, yep. you know? So I was like, fuck that, I'm going. I didn't know how. I had no idea. I said, but I'm going. I had no money, but I'm going. Wow. And I made that decision. I met this girl from Juilliard and she was at a hair show, right? So she was going to dance flamenco in Spain. She was like, why don't you come? Like we were dating for a little bit. She said, why don't you come? I was like, why Spain? That's not like a fashion capital. Like that's the last thing I was thinking of. I was thinking more like Milan, London, Germany, you know, something like this, you know, and Spain. And then I said, well, ask your, you know, teacher, if he has some, you know, contacts. Well, supposedly she did. And he had comes out D to find out when I get there, she lied. She just gave me a list of agencies that were there. And mind you, I got there like in August, Europe is shut down. Spain was shut down until September. So everything was closed. And mind you, I did this is the best part of the story. I left with a one-way ticket and $600. And yeah, that was, uh, and to this day, I have to say it's the best lie that a woman has ever said to me. I maximized it. <laughs> yeah, so you find yourself in Europe. Things aren't as open as you hope. 
I find myself in Europe with no place to stay, $600 and a one-way ticket and no winter clothes. Like, I, I had no idea. I go, oh, it gets cold here. Like, I'd never been anywhere. I'd have been to, maybe, you know, Canada with my mother when I was a child. Like, don't even remember, really. And when I think Spain, I think it's hot. But you <laughs> said it got cold. <laughs> So it was just crazy. And and then on top of that, I get there and she's like, I'm celibate now. <laughs> <I'm> like, er? <laughs> wow. Well, mind you, when I get to the airport and she says this to me, it's like, nothing but beautiful women. I'm like, really? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow. And, you know, and for me, like, you know, everybody spoke Spanish on so my mind. Like, my, I was like, oh, I'm just around a bunch of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, yeah, I had never been anywhere. So it was like, Oh, okay. I said, and just, just beautiful women everywhere, just all different types. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. So, you know, that I found a place. Uh, uh, she got to found a place for, for me. I stayed with her for a little bit, then I found a place. And the guy, I was living, I was rented the room. Now the guy, summer was over. So the guy came back and he let me stay on the couch. And, you know, the guy moved out and I ended up staying there. So I spent my $600 with that. And then after, like, I had to get money. And so I started giving out pamphlets on the street and I would make money this way. And it was just crazy, the progression. And I started just meeting people, D. And yeah, one thing just led into another. Like I met this girl. She gave me six months left on the gym that she had. So she left, a Venezuelan girl. She left. And then I, I started going to the gym. And then when I'm in the gym, I'm just lab in front of the mirror while I'm working out. So I was different. So I'm this guy. And now, mind you, this is 1990. So... Uh, black and brown people have been very few, maybe 20 years since Franco has that. There's a 90, maybe 30 years. So I would see these different looks that I would get in the gym, on the train, people like staring like you saw something, you know, it was just, it's just so different. Yeah. Um, and so the next thing you know, like once I get in the gym, I meet some people and I become background for this girl that's like Jane Fonda. And I'm doing like aerobic steps in the background. <laughs> So yeah, and it just starts there and I started doing more stuff after that. I always encourage ev anyone that has a plan and then if they're going with someone, it, it, it may not apply in all situations. But right. If it's a, it's a normal time of the night and you feel you're going to a safe place, you know, you're going to an open mic. Right. In your case, you went across the country several thousand miles away right i had to cross the pond but but what i love about it you didn't let someone's inability to come affect your goal yeah because i sometimes that happens we're like yeah well, we're, uh, we're gonna go to this event and we're gonna meet all these people and network and, and i'm gonna give my demo to this guy and then it's like oh well oh he can't my best friend can't come all right i'm gonna just stay home right like, what if you went you saw what happened. Mm -hmm. You're a result of someone that was like, all right, you can't come. All right, I got to figure it out. Yeah, and sure enough, I did. He dropped me off at the airport too. Wow, and then all you did was figure it out. That's kind of, I, I kind of like look at life that way. It's like every day, it's like, let's figure it out. All right, this, yeah. this shit sucks right now. Okay, we got to figure it out. Yep. Oh, I'm hungry. Okay, I got to figure it out. Exactly. And, and that's what it is. It's a learning process. Yeah. You just put, and it it was like going to a new school, but probably in such a new way because, because you're an adult, but you're not 
too much of an adult where you have all these responsibilities maybe yes you have to you're locked in somewhere Mm -hmm. still had a free you're an age of kind of still being free but still had a hustler's mentality and and the spirit to get up and get it and you've kept that going ever since I, I, I literally have like, you know, like, you know, like I spoke to you later, that's like 30 years now. Like it, it's, you know, and, and I, and when I reflect on it, I'm even like, oh shit, like you did some stuff like, you know, and then like, there's a lot of stuff. Like I didn't set out to the dance stuff. Like we'll get to, but I dance. I'm a club kid from New York. You know, that's what I did. I like, you know, in the eighties, I've been to the world, uh, save the robots, red parrot, all that stuff. You know, I did all of that in the eighties. So I was a club kid that, you know, dance while I was here. So I figured, when I got there also, I, I've been like, you know, they do go-go dancing in a club. I would have my normal clothes on and just go off. So that was a way that I made money too. So I got known like that <clears throat> also. Excuse me. And that helped. But you know what really did it, D? So after like, you know, some months went by, I, uh, once I got into that TV show doing the aerobics, I was like, okay, when I'm in the TV show. Let me see what else can go on. So I started walking around the television station and i saw this program it was like an mtv show i was like oh they put me on so i did it like twice but it was like you know the kids some of them like were 20 19 17 you know i was kind of older for it um but i did look young younger at the time and but i was like i can't be here 20 something hours 17 hours for like 60 bucks it was like no dough but it was something to do like i had nothing but time on my hand but finding out everything so I stopped doing the show about after two episodes and there's this area that I hang out in, 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 in Madrid. And I saw one of the girls from the show. She's like, Hey, are you doing the marathon? Are you going to do the marathon and dance? I was like, why marathon? She breaks it down. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to win. Dave, I danced 10 hours and I won the marathon wow. straight nonstop. Wow. All I need, all I needed was a partner. And I got this girl. Uh, she was a friend of mine. Actually, I was friends with her parents. She was about 16, 17. I said, look, I just need you not to stop dancing. Can you do that? And she was like, yeah. I was like, we're going to win. Just don't stop. And this was in Madrid? This is in Madrid. And I told her that. I said, don't stop. You don't stop. I guarantee you we win. Just like that. Wow. And, and sure enough, we won. And you know what I won? A round trip ticket and $600. Wow. So it just was like. The universe has just been on my side for the longest. They're like, I see you working and you just got replenished. Like you were playing a video game and you got your (laughs) lives back. You were, you were down to like, like one coin and Sonic. And then literally on top of that, I had to leave the country. And before I saw her and I didn't even know what the prize was and anything like that. I was like, I leave the country. So my mind is like, all right, I'll get on a bus. It's inexpensive. I'll get on a bus. I'll go to Portugal get my passport stamped and come back. Cause at that point you could be there six months. Now I think it's like, you can be in a country three months, maybe two months before it was six months before you had to leave. So I was, that was my plan. Bus ride to Portugal, which is right there. That's the North of Spain uh, as a, you know, so right there across the border, come back, come back. I saw her when that, I came back, they put me in the Hilton for two weeks here in New York when I won, came to my mom's house after that, had the $600. After about four months, I was like, I felt like I left the guys with the same blunt and the same 40 in their hands. I went back to Europe. Wow. I said, I'm not doing this. I think I think it's special once you get a taste of following your dream. Yes. When you kind of go back to like, I, I compare certain things to like fast food and home cooking, right? Like mm-hmm. you had a 
you had a taste like the home cooking is the dream and yes the life that you're living you're walking in your purpose and then you felt it and then when you kind of got a you had to go back to the old food nothing wrong with with people and it's not about country exactly out, but you kind of knew the right setting to be in yeah so definitely propelling I knew I wanted more, like, you know, there was more for me out there. And like, you know, just to get, like you said, to your point, like I got that taste and uh, I already believed in myself. I believe in what I do. Uh, you know, I, I say something, I put it into the universe and it happens. Like, that's just the way I am. And I believe that. So this kind of reiterated on that. I like naturally kind of flowed with like what I feel. And it's all trial and error. It works cool. If it doesn't, that's cool too. Cause that's life. You're figuring it out. Like you said earlier, but I just knew I was like, I'm going back. Like I stayed here for a little bit. Like I said, I say three months. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm going back. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Like Madrid treated me real, really, really good. Like I could say you're my time there, even though I felt racism. I got chased by guys and, you know, they try to get me and all this. I, yeah, I, I know all of that, but I persevered and like, you know, I got to do so, so much and going back, like more things, you know, just happen and more doors open. I end up, uh, I met my ex-wife <laughs> at the time and, uh, you know, we dated and got together and that was a beautiful thing. Got a beautiful child out of that. And then I got into TV. Wow. Cinco, Channel 5 in Spain, which is the Verasconi station from, and, uh, you know, it's in Spain. So, and well, you know, it's based in Italy, but this was the version in Spain. And, I, and, I, and that was the station where I was doing the aerobics and won the competition on. And yeah, and then full circle, I became a choreographer. Yeah, and then I, I was like, "Oh, you want to pay me for this?" I'm like, "All right." So it kind of developed into that, wow. and it was it was great, and I got to do that, and then that opened more doors, and I got a lot of hate behind it. It was like, "Oh no, because your wife this and your wife that." I was like, my wife was such a, a perfectionist or a professional, like she would tell me something if something wasn't right, she'd tell me. I catch her attitude, but she'd know when I was doing filler steps. <laughs> You know, I have to, I have to give it that. So I got to, you know, I got to experience that and, I, and feel the heat of hate. And that, but I, I, you know, I didn't worry about any of that. I was just tunnel vision and doing what I needed to do. So that was a beautiful experience too. And what proved that it wasn't my wife. After that, I did two other shows where I was a choreographer that had nothing to do with my wife because of the yeah. of the work. Yeah, yeah. It's when you got a purpose, you got a purpose, and there's, yeah. you know, we meet, we meet great people along the way and it does open doors in new places but it, if it's meant to be it's meant to be yeah you were dancing and you yeah. know, shout out to ev everyone who gives us platforms but when you're meant to do something you you just kept finding a way you know you yes. really dance for 10 hours um that's rare and doors would open like the ways would find themselves it was just how that was like you know because I, I never set out to dance see? and i had a 30-year career just living off dance literally wow. so so like you know the, for that to happen that's a true blessing like you know now I understand that's my purpose and you know I understood that that was meant for me to do within all that time but I never set out to do that at all I really wanted to be a model I, I could say that I'm a I was a choreographer like I lived off choreography nothing else and dance period um but yeah modeling I you know I just did a few things and I got to do like a real show like you know I'm the type of person where if I get to do it I don't need to do it in abundance I got to do it that fulfilled already a dream. Like when I walked a real runway a, a couple of times, like it was long, like, you know, like you see when I saw the stuff that I saw in the videos, I was like, when is this runway going to stop? <laughs> it just kept on going. I was like, oh, this is real shit. And I get to the end and came back. I was like, 
you know, I got to do an Armani show. So this is like a blessing for me. I've always wanted to maybe do a billboard. I didn't get a billboard, but I got big posters in the Javits Center and the trade show. So, you know, these things, they made me happy. So I was happy with them and, and I got to do it and experience what that is, you know? That's beautiful. Yeah. I, that's why I tell people don't stop dreaming because even if, and I, I say your dream may change. Yeah. And, yeah. But the key is just keep dreaming. Yes. Because the minute you stop, then kind of people are making choices for you, which, which, you know, we're all for people supporting us and nothing against people like that. But then, you know, the world's not really responding to you. You're kind of now responding to the world. You're like, all right, well, I'll just take this thing at the deli. Right. Okay, I'll, I'll just do that. But when you're like you, 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 you had a taste of like, wow, I'm going to step yeah. out the box. When, mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not going to follow the script or maybe the, like you looked it up you could probably look up choreographer back then it probably wasn't even on google with like a short <laughs> number like okay well i'm gonna be a choreographer because i know it's gonna get me this right you just you, i just did it you were dreaming and then it by dreaming i always say you may want to be an actor but you may end up loving being a lighting <laughs> and by being a behind stage actor, right like doing lighting day. sound engineer yeah that's why I tell people, like, okay, you want to write? Just write. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to go to school, but if you're not writing and then you, you just racked up 200 Gs in debt, like, did you really want it? Like, go out and dream. Do something on a grassroots level for yes. next to nothing. And that's what you did, bro. You literally, and then you literally just kept flipping it, flipping it, flipping it. Flipping, <laughs> flipping it. it is the best word. And you didn't stop. Non-stop, but you know what happened. You had no, you next to nothing, and you went back. You turned the zero back into six hundred, and that turned that. Yeah. Into um, yeah. God bless me a million folds. That six hundred dollars went a long way. Yeah. Right now, bro, you probably wouldn't even have been able. <laughs> you wouldn't have even been able to get on a flight, but. Right. You know what's so crazy too, D? That back then the pesetas, the de euro, wasn't even out yet. So I was there for the change into the euro in Europe. Wow. Yeah. They had these other kind of coins that were called pesetas. That's that's so cool, man. And that <laughs> I'm so it's just so dope to talk to someone who's dedicated their life to an art form. And here you are. Yeah. And it, it's just so cool too, because you just dropped the new uh the merch and I really love the I'm gonna pull it up real quick. What part? What would you up in here? It's, it's an art to live off your art. Oh yeah, that's the, that's my new John. Yeah, <laughs> I just love it because it really is an art. I, I and I completely feel you because that's how I live, <laughs> and it really is an art to live off because you got to be creative. You got to constantly be learning. Yeah, man. And you know what's so crazy, D? That came up in a conversation. I said those words. Like it wasn't like I thought about it. Oh, this is gonna be fire. It happened naturally. It happened naturally in a conversation with my friend. Like my friend, a childhood friend, he's always like, so what you going to do after dance? He was always that guy. He like, he went into corrections, right? He had, he did his thing and that's what his family kind of did. And I'm like, I'm doing this. Like, you know, he's never really for the arts. He's just a, a, about like, you know, I guess what they condition you to be, which is a worker. Yeah. And I'm not a worker. I can work. I'll do whatever I need to do to get it done, but I'm not a worker. I know I'm a boss. Yeah. You know, I'm a creative. I'll say that even, you know, yeah. and, and. And I found that. And once I understood that, even I even hang on to that more. And I, I believe it even more. And even in the roughest times, you know? Yeah, man. And I, I it's, it's interesting because 
after growing up, you know, I've, I've chosen pretty much a very similar path, not in the same field, mm-hmm. but like pursuing a, a media. A, yeah. Doing stuff in arts. Like right now, this is just something I do for self-help and okay. like healing and just talking. There's no dollar sign that appears in my uh, right. pocket because of this. This is like a personal thing that I've like truly enjoy just so- hearing about your dreams. But like my merch and all that, like that's its own machine. But I, I, I shout out everyone, like people that have, like I have sanitation friend worker friends, FDMY. Yeah, everything. My dad, who's a teacher, but then he's also a musician too. So like he kind of chose like the double path of like, all right, well, I'm going to get the job job, <laughs> but it's still related to my path. But then I'm going to be a musician from seven to midnight. <laughs> What what kind what, what kind of uh, instrument you play? So oh, you my, rap or? Well, my father. My father oh, your father. I thought you also did. Oh, okay. So I started off rapping, and that was like my first dream. And okay. That, that was kind of my modeling, like your modeling. <laughs> that was my modeling, which which was rapping. Right. It was the start of my dreaming that led me to the merch and led nice. design being a designer and a creative director. Right. So we had a similar, I, I kind of, so, so, yeah, in the same way, kind of stumbled on to the next thing that what which was probably what you were really supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool because now I'm a fan of the music and I love it even more now because I'm not in a competitive space of it. Right. I'm truly just like a consumer fan, even though, you know, I do miss certain thrills. Right. I also feel that I'm walking in my purpose too. Of course, of course. And by the way, congratulations. I saw that you posted that you're um, back at the school again for the another day. I asked you back and that's dope. I didn't know that, that that's what you were doing. So to see that, that was really dope. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very grateful. So I have it so easy. You know, I know teachers, my fiance is a teacher. She has it super hard. So, okay. I, you know, I, I, I saw today, I'm like, I posted one photo, I get all these props. And I'm like, I know all these teachers that don't get any props and they don't post anything. I'm probably going to props to all the teachers then. I felt bad. I'm like, I I hardly teach. And I teach like one hour a week and I'm getting all these likes. And I was like, all the teachers out there deserve so much props because they can't put all the credit. They do a lot with a very little. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. That's a whole nother subject. (laughs) Yeah. But the the teacher for me is just kind of something I love. And I'm grateful that I've been doing what I do for a while. And I've yeah. been able to put some programs together where I could help kids make merch. That's yeah, that's what's up. And um, it's like pretty much like a side hustle for me, but it's it's also a passion, and I'm grateful that it it does pay some bills too. And um, no, of course, everything counts. So yeah, it's, there's certain schools I've been back, like this one, I'm back to five the fifth year. So shout out to PS21, yep. Staten Island Arts. Says shout out to the island. <laughs> yeah. But and I, I know I was kind of going off, but I just want to shout out, you know, the worker dudes, because I learned from them to just bust ass. Like, I'm hey. like, all right, I'm going to work like my boy who works on the bridges. And of course, I'm not as brave as him. He's right. Like 10,000 feet up or whatever he is. But I'm like, I'm going to bust my ass the way he does. I'm going to get up at six, come back at seven, still cook. But I'm gonna go get it. it. But I'm gonna do it my way. I'll maybe printing stuff all day and designing. But if I apply that same hustle vibe, but then I'm gonna do how my dad would do or you would do is just you know 
use my creative side, but bust my ass the way my boy does on top of the bridges. Exactly. Exactly. You know, a lot of people like, you know, you have, you have people too, always like, Oh, you don't have a real job when you're talking about dance or so on, so on and so forth, or you're living off something else. Like that's not normal to them. When you hear that, I look at them like you crazy. Like, you know, even my friend, like, you know, after 30 years, he's like, so what you doing now? Like I said, well, uh, he was like, now what I'm doing now? I was like, well, look, I did the 30 years of dance. You said, what was I doing? I did that, lived off of it. Well, got my house and everything through dance. And now I'm doing my events and, you know, I'm moving forward with that and that's flourishing. And, you know, it's still within an entertainment. So like, I'm, I'm just happy. Like if I, if I let anybody insecurities or their fears or what they think they can't do, like put that upon me, I would never do anything because you're like kind of surrounded by that, especially in this industry, because, you know, it's like I'm a shy exhibitionist, I'll say. Right. If I'm comfortable, then I'll expose. I'll let you see what you need to see. But overall, like, you know, a lot of these people are really insecure in this business. And I've learned even a lot in the last 10 years working with the community. There's a lot of things that I was surprised of, you know, and and sometimes um, you can't help somebody that not doesn't want to help themselves. You know, or, or, or if you got like, I can't make you believe that you're dope, <laughs> you know, so it's a, it's a sad thing at times. But, you know, those some of them will survive. And I've seen some of them have. I know we got kind of off and skipped over. But, yeah, like it just yeah, nice. connects with like, you know, people putting and having these insecurities when it's just like, you know, you push that fear to the side or not even embrace it and move forward. It's there's so many factors, right? It's like it could be. Your childhood it could be you know you may have to be forced into this because yeah it's just so many factors and it's true but i think what you really said goes so deep like believe, believing in yourself and and knowing that you're dope even yeah though that's you're, you're not at your peak in talent but just just loving yourself you know yes like just yes. loving yourself and be like yo you yes figure it out and then if and how you have to believe the tunnel if you apply that with the tunnel vision like all right every day i'm gonna just go in on it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna chip away i'm gonna Mm -hmm. brick by brick like will smith says yes it adds (laughs) up and even if you got a job even if you there's nothing against the at all like you yeah and launch and you know there's nothing wrong with you know working and doing normal stuff also and do what you do what you know i say normal stuff because you know like you know it's it's rough like what we do is normal also it's normal to us it's just not normal to the to the working nine to five person that has to be the monotony of one place or not, you know, just being in that one area and stuck and then coming home and, you know, like a regular routine, you can get stuck. I think um, that takes away what we do, takes away the monotony of, of being that it is different every day. Like, you know, you can have the ups and downs of the business of getting a gig and losing it right before it's getting ready to start or something happens and it canceled check hasn't arrived yet. There's so many things that factor in, but you know, it's just, it can be just as stressing as, uh, a nine to five. Uh, but it's about how, you know, you process everything. I think if you know you can't change something, the best thing is to do is just go with the flow. You know, I can't, if I can't control it, I shouldn't be stressed over it. Right. It's, I know. I, I, I must say for me, that's easier said than done. Like, but I do. And I'm luckily that my job isn't that, that stressful. Cause I compare right. myself to like what my, my lady goes through. I'm like, damn, like people getting jumped and people pulling out guns and knives in your school. Like what it's did crazy. I, I made 50 shirts today. Uh, whoop de doo Dave. Great job. But, um, but shout out to everyone out there. That's going hard, busting. Their yes. Ass shout out to all the workers. Everybody. That thing is. 
Yeah, no doubt. But like you said, you put your head down, you just keep grinding it out. Mm-hmm. Actually, I hold my head up so you can see me coming. Because <laughs> I'm coming, baby. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, you said the acting and stuff like that. I actually got to, uh, I put together and I executive produced my own show on Channel 5. Like they were having this audition, right? And they were auditioning guys for, for like a hip hop spot, a slot in a show. So I was like, I wrote down and put together this whole content of a show and just sold the show to them and I got it. So I got to do that. And from there, I did some episodes on a like a mini series and some other stuff. So I got to taste the acting too, and I'm good. I'm not good at it. I, was, I had the experience and I got to do a couple of commercials and stuff like that. This was all within that time and this growing process that you were talking about before. So it's like, you know, I could say whoever's watching this now, just go for it. Don't stop. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You just put the work in, you know? It might fall, you might, you might fall on your face, but just get right back up because um, it was just a beautiful experience and I got to experience all of that. Yeah, man. Yo, and, you know, just shout out to all the lifers out there, people that, you know, have really dedicated their life to a craft. And, yeah. You know, I, see, it's hard. I see my father, you know, I'll bring him up again, but he's 75. People look at him, they're like, you can't even be 60, but like he wakes up 6 a.m. and you, you hear the bassoon. And he'll start, he'll start doing the same. Like, it's like, he's like, that's what's he's, up. He's like programmed to his dream. Like, he's, that's like what's up. he's like an army musician. Like, he wakes up and he's doing his push ups, aka his music. He's music. And like, right. there isn't an off day for him. And what kind of music? So he's classical musician. Nice. Want to have him come to the call outs? <laughs> that would be a real step out the box for him. <laughs> uh, but he come and do his thing. It's going to be crazy. Well, you'll see it. And then, you know, maybe you want to spit. You might want to spit that day. Yeah, when I come, I'm, I'll see. I, if you I'm, want I'm, to. I know I'm going to get inspired. I know I'm going to get inspired. <laughs> you should. And then you're going to have a fellow SIer there. Um, You know Prima, right? I do know Prima there. Yeah, she yeah, will be in the building. Uh, sick. She will be in the building. I hollered at her because I've always thought she was dope from when I, like I met her years ago um, and I just thought she was dope from then. And then I realized, I was like, wait, let me hit her up because there's going to be a lot of women and and this one, like battlers and she's performing and I got poets and, and I got the musician and, and we're celebrating a year, like I mentioned to you in the email. But wait, we're skipping around. I'm sorry. Uh, Ask no, me what no. you want to ask me. I just, I just start talking. Uh, no, that's dope. Uh, so I'm excited. So let's even talk about the call out because... You're going on your one year anniversary. Yes. This episode may re release after that, but anyone who wants to check out or know more about it, maybe tell us a little bit about how. The yes. And, um, well, I started the call outs um, during COVID. Well, it's not less, we got to go further back. So in 2009, I came into Light Feet. Um, Buddha Stretch. I don't know if you know Buddha Stretch, you know, well renowned hip hop dancer. Um, choreographer, uh, uh, creator of many things in hip hop. And he put me on the light feed. He was like, check this out. Because I was looking for some acts to go, to put them into um, America's Got Talent. And, and I had an in where you didn't have to wait on that line and you can go right in. Or yeah, America's Got Talent. And you can go right in. So I was like, I was looking for some talent. And he told me, yo, you, about, he told me about light feed. And he told me to look up Kid Pat. So I look up Kid Pat and I see this. I'm like, what the hell, what's this? 
It's like a serious subculture of dance. And I look at it and I start seeing more videos. And when I see it there, I immediately say, this is the future of hip hop. Mm -hmm. All right, this is 2009. So I met uh, Crybaby Cozy and Mr. YouTube. These are pioneers in, 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 um, in Light Feet. And they've been in like, you know, all the Harlem videos and the shake-ins and all that other stuff in the beginning of Light Feet, the style of dance, which is now a technique. And, you know, I, I, I learned stuff within, the, within those from 2009 to 2012, seeing what the movement is, understanding what light feet is, what it means to them, so on and so forth. Even did interviews with the kids because I, I was like, you guys need to have a documentary. Like, I just saw all this stuff that I was only one man that didn't know much, but I just knew that this had to be seen. Yeah. And so 2012 created something called The Lock-In. Crybaby Cozy gave it the name. I put everything else together. I said to him, I was like, cause everybody had a, we were friends and everybody had an event. And I was like, well, why doesn't he have it? And I, so I said, look, I found a room in Harlem. Um, I got Red Bull a sponsor. I got all this stuff. I said, listen, I'll get the room. Can you fill the room? That's where it started. So we did the lock-in in 2012. Now moving forward, I had to give you that backstory to be able to move it forward here. Um, so then now the pandemic hits. I'm like, wow, just shut everything down because we were just getting ready to, I was getting ready to put together the Crybaby Cozy story because he's just a phenomenal dancer. Um, really, really dope. And I was like, you need to tell your story. And I got lights and all this stuff. Then COVID hits. Shut down everything. So I'm like, ah. Oh. So then thought about doing, you know, the uh, uh, Raw Light the Camp because this is the camp that I had that we did in 2019, which is the first camp of its time with just, I had 13 light feet teachers and original teachers like they are from the culture they are creators and creators and and the, the future and the innovators of light feet so not somebody that learned light feet and now you're teaching it this was just raw talent and i'm just trying to have them get exposed to the world so it's not stolen from them and that they know everybody around the world knows and anywhere in the tri-state or nationally needs to come to new york to the mecca to get light feet from them you know, I lived off teaching. I understood that this is what you need to teach this to the other side before it escapes you and they come and steal it. Yeah. So what happened was when the pandemic hit, I said, you know what, this can't be like, he was like, well, we're going to do it online, the camp. And then I came up with the call outs NYC, right? And it was like kind of comeback of the, of the, of the, um, of the, of the lock-in, the original name. So I organized the 10 country battle, Peru International. Peru, uh, Spain, Colombia, Argentina, Canada, India was slated, Poland was slated, and a couple others. So then we did that and we started the battles. Now, the whole idea of that was to have Light Feet be seen because what I did was in the beginning, even before that, back in the days, I bought Light Feet, these dances, so downtown could see them. Like you need to see seen. Like it was just, you would only see it around the way. Right. And I know there was some other OGs that were doing stuff overseas, but like see it from them. I was like, you got to mix into this, into this commercial crowd to let them see what you are. Cause, cause you know, you got to learn how to like within this, nobody can deny that you want to live off what you love doing. So you want to monetize what you do. So I always say, exploit yourself instead of letting someone else exploit you. It's better. You learn how to do that than somebody get you. So I'm trying to show them. And this is what I developed for them. Like, so you can see what it is to, work on the other side and show them what it is like, cause you guys are so dope and you are the future of hip hop. Sure enough, 10 years later, there's the boom. So after organizing the event, uh, there was a cry and I, you know, we're not separate ways. And I created, and it's already being called the call outs NYC. Cause you know, that's the essence of battling. Somebody calls you out. Mm -hmm. So then I changed the format. 
and I made it what it is today. So now there's three rounds. There's an interpretation round. There's a call out round, which is I'll spin the bottle. If it lands on you, you'd be like, yo, Leslie, I'm glad and you're calling that person out. So that's even more like, what? You calling me out? That even gets the, you know, the ego and all that. It gets spicy. And then the third round is a gauntlet round. The gauntlet round is uh, for the dancer is they have to battle uh, the dancer using their own music nonstop in 30 second sets until you tap out or six to 10 minutes goes by. This is nonstop. You have 30 second breaks for that one dancer, the gauntlet squad of five members. So that's that. Now the gauntlet squad, and then there's the rappers because it's called the call outs NYC, best of both worlds. Now for your interpretation, you can need a round. You can have a rapper, a musician, a poet, a singer, or a beatboxer. And that they team up. So then the second round is a performance round for the artist. Third round, gauntlet round, it's been for the rappers. I haven't had like a musician do a thing yet or a poet, but then I have words on cue cards and you got to flow, you got to do the rap while I, I and mean, once you use the words, I just keep going, keep going and the round ends when you flop. Yeah, and it's been dope. I mean, if you get to see some of the footage on there, there's some rappers. Maybe you, maybe you might go for the golden round, baby. I don't know. <laughs> What's your freestyle like? Oh man, I'm I'm rusty, but <laughs> yo, you'll get in there. And you'll be like, wait a minute, let me see if I get some of this. And it's all love in a building. Yeah, there has not been any judges, and I've been doing this for free. Wow, I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. So that's that's basically it. Like you know, so it's like bringing the both worlds together. Hence, you know, best of both worlds, where you know you can collaborate and it makes the dancer and the artist work differently than the normal battle. I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, right? So I can just go in my own lane. I'm just I am bringing just something a content that's totally different, and it hasn't been done anywhere in the world. It's so cool too. You can't even predict who's going and when and. It's so cool because a lot of, and my friends, they, they have a battle rap league, which is on fire. Oh, word. Yeah. It's called I battle. That's you, what's up. You, you know, who's going in, but you don't, what I love about it. You have no clue how it's going to go. This, you don't even exactly. know. Exactly. So and you know what, son, you find out what cats are really made of once they get in there. Cause you know, you just have people watching you. Yeah, and, you know, there's no judges or anything, but yet you feel love in the room, and you know, people like they're showing love. There's no animosity. There's not like, and that's the environment I like to be in. I I create that space, and that's the that's the the joy of it. Because if you look at the page, like if any dancer looks at it, it's all the elite dancers from New York. So there's been a lot of love. They see it, and when they did, it was like this is mad fun, you know. And that's the idea. Like do something different, you know. That's you get out a lot of aggression when you're battling. Right. And especially when you're going for the money and the prize and if you don't like somebody. But here it's like, you know, you're going at them like I'm going for your head, but I'm going for your head with love. <laughs> I think that's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, there's just so many ass. Like, I, I'm a big I'm, I love wrestling growing up and I, I just love the Royal Rumble because. Yes. I don't know who's coming in. Yep. And then you have no clue what's going to happen. You know, right. I, lo I love stuff like that, especially when you mix hip hop. And you mix dance. Well, the yes. hip dance, of course, is hip hop. But um, that's just I'm excited. And yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you I I'm like glad you're, you're coming, right? For you, sure. You, yeah, you look like you're on fire for this, and it really shows. And I'm really yeah. Now I'm just excited about it because I see the future, and I got like a lot of there's so many other jewels I want to tell you, but I can't drop right now. But hopefully, another interview because I got I'm sitting on something that I know is going to just be like oh shit, he didn't do that. 
<laughs> so I'm just excited for the, what's coming. And, you know, also what I can say is, and then your viewers will see this too, we're also um, going into Brickhouse. Uh, Brickhouse is uh, uh, owned by Kelly Peters and uh, his partner. Uh, and it's just really dope to be able to do this because he has light feet, for instance, in his studio. And I had him as a judge in 2012. And he was like, what is this? And so to be able to, that was the whole purpose, to be able to see it, that Lightfeet is now in a studio and he has it in the studio and it's in other places and it's around the world. Now, I feel like it's already gotten stolen from the community, but the thing is that I, I saw something 10 years ago, that vision, and I was like, this is the future. And <laughs> Lightfeet has just been global on a commercial level, underground level, it's just so dope. And I'm glad that I got to see that and be a part of it and be able to lend a hand in that and see some of those that have traveled the world like I have. And that was a whole thing. Cause like, you know, I say this all the time. Like, I know I'm dope, but I'm trash compared to them, D. Like, I'm like, you know, so when I see all this, I'm like, you guys gotta be over here doing this. You ain't gotta do what, you don't do what I do, but you, you're so dope. Like the world needs to see this. And that's always been my objective. And I think sometimes my, I've been told that, uh, like I had some falling out with people and I, I have had people tell me like, your, your hustle was just too overwhelming for me. So I try to control that. Cause I guess I get really passionate about like, yo, but why are you not doing it? And you know, yeah, I learned yeah. that the hard way. Like, I'm like, you know what? So now I don't say anything. I actually put a post today in fat Joe's voice. And I was like, yesterday's help is not today's help. Mm. <laughs> so, hey. you know, I'm still there, but like, you know, my thing is I got to keep moving. Cause I have a lot to do. I'm not going to abandon you, but catch up. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Of course. You know, it's different strokes for different folks. People like, certain people need different kinds of love. Yeah. And it's not like you ever had ill intentions. It was just sometimes, it, sometimes I can be intense for people too. Cause I, I you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And it's, but then you learn, you learn from, you're like, all right, all right, I'm going to approach it this way. Okay. Or, or take it or leave it, you know, and right. that's just the way it is. And yeah. um, it's yeah. no bad blood. And it's just learning, learning on both sides. Yes. That's, I'm excited, man. You got me hyped for this. And, um, <laughs> That's what's up, man. I think, I, I think you're really going to enjoy it. And then we're going to have food. Um, you know, like I'm also like, I'm making like, I had actually somebody donated some food, like, you know, from a restaurant. I was like, I met somebody, um, a friend of mine that's also helping with some decals. And I met some other people through him. And he was like, you want, and she just, I just said, yeah, I'm going to make some food because I cook too. So I kind of. I tried to get my catering into certain events and I got shut down. So I was like, well, I created an event and I'll put my catering in an event. And this way, look, I do this also. So I got some crazy hot wings. My rice and bean game is up. You know, wow. I make roast pork. I do all of that, right? Oh, like man. really do it. I get down, D. So, I can't wait. So I'm talking, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cook too. And then the girl says, you want me to sponsor it? I can get you some food. I was like, really? Like, how many people? That's about 25, maybe 30. She said, I got you. I'm like, oh, dope. Wow. So that's so we're getting that catered, and I'm happy about that. But I'm also gonna be like, I'm making my hot wings, and I'm making uh, some brownies, normal brownies. Yeah, wow. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Man. yeah, I just, I just like, you know, it's my way of giving back because I'm getting the support when these dancers come here. Um, I'm, they're seeing, I guess they're seeing a vision too because it's different. And I'm just, and and the whole thing is, I'm. I'm really cultivating the talent that comes through. It's just not, this is not a, it's a platform for you to be seen if you're dope. If I think you're dope, basically. Yeah. You know, it's my opinion on this because I'm the one, I'm the casting director, I guess. <laughs> but I reach out to the people that I'm like, yeah, you should be a part of this. I would like for you to be a part of this. I think your talent is so dope. So, and the people have been gravitating to it. And you know, it's so funny because, you know, battlers, they'll come on this autopilot sort of thing. And, and then I send them the format. I, they don't read it because when they come in, it's like, like, oh, I didn't, 
no i said i sent you the stuff didn't you read it, it was like no i ain't read it and so then when they get there and they do the gauntlet round i had in the beginning droid it was so funny because i was like yo it's non-stop keep going let's because i it's like i'm like go get in there. I'm, I'm doing the timing and hosting at the same time and then he's like oh now i get it he was <laughs> and he was he was even being attacked by the gauntlet squad and i was like you got 30 seconds pop he's like oh now i get it and then just went in and that was like the first one it was it as you can see, my excitement is I'm looking so forward to the sixth because it's a year later and, you know, we're going to have a full house of invites only plus the talent. And, you know, it's just dope. I'm really I'm just really excited about it. And I know where it's going. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you and I'm excited to check it out. And anyone out there who wants to check it out or learn you know, about IG live. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to I'm going to pull it up real quick. Just a page if anyone. Is on the uh, video side of things. Let's pull it yes, up. it will be on IG Live November 6th. Oh, wait. So that's the way to catch it. Got yeah, it. on IG Live. Yeah, because it's invite only and we have capacity right now. So here's the uh, Insta. I'm going to pull it up real quick. At the Callouts NYC. Yes, that is it. So be sure to follow. Yes, please do. You can follow, and um, we will be on IG Live, uh, opening the doors at 6.30. We should be, there go, Prima. We should be um, starting by 7, because there's somebody, there's an event going on before mine, so I'll be setting up immediately. Uh, I'm really hyped for this one, too, because I'm putting I'm putting decals on the floor and all of that, D. Oh, man. Yeah, like it's a ring set up and, like, you know, four corners that save raw light. And I, yeah, just, I'm just, you know, I, my thing is, like, uh, 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 presentation is so important. For every you know everything and, it's, so and like cool. i said this is like i'm gonna get no money from this at all um but i'm glad but it actually was so dope the first one i did a fundraiser and everyone got paid all participants and staff everybody because that's the idea is like to turn this into a league if like you know i would hope god willing i get grants and stuff like that like you know i'm doing I was all about to stuff, tell so. you i'll keep you in mind when i any i because i get emails i'll send you uh some info uh, that would be some organizations that want to support stuff oh that would be and dope you, you know i'll i'll put you in touch with a few organizations and um that and is just so be dope. on the lookout when they do these grant because yeah that that's so dope because like you know i you know if you see in the videos i provide the uniform like the hats the, the sweatpants and the shirts like all of that like you know because i this is all part of like what i'm trying to do with this you know and what i have the long-term goal with it like i see it on tv you know, like I'm, I'm already there with it. So, but without, I'm not dropping no more. But like, I'm just, I just see it, D. Yeah. And um, I'm just excited about it. So it would help. And actually, my program, Royal Light the Camp, because it's all part of a whole weekend of teaching. And you know, the the callouts is all together. Um, Royal Light the Camp is actually sponsored by the New York Foundation of the Arts. They accepted my program. Beautiful. And I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get it. Uh, you know, funny, I'm trying to get it into school. We actually had Pumpkin. She's a flex dancer, and she was at a Bronx school just the other day. So there was a Royal Light the Camp class there. So, you know, it's trickling little by little, but it's about like, you know, the networking and new people that I need to meet and so on and so forth. And like, I'm trying to build a team and just build a team of like-minded people. So my daughter's my right-hand uh, man or girl, woman, and she's like, does all the, all the promos. And I like, to, I, do, I do the promo, she does all the flyers and the designs yeah. for the flyers and stuff like that. So she's been helping with that. And, you know, I got somebody that has helped and and done some sponsorship with me. Haley Cougar, she does. Uh, she had, did some of the stuff in the beginning and she sponsored that. 
and that was cool. So, you know, and I, I got uh, another person, a uh, uh, um, intern that he's helping out and he's just become a dope dancer within the last year. I put him in with the, with the lines in the first one. And I was like, yo, show him some love. Let me know if he's trash. Let him know um, he's in there. He's just starting out. And now one year later, he's a beastie. Wow. And the same people that were at that are training him and have embraced him and like have posted videos of like, look of his progress. So I think that's the whole thing. It's not even about me, about it's not even a monetary value because there's so much more gold in that when I see that, that, you know, I get emotional because it's just so dope, you know, and I didn't really have anybody to help me or, or guide me. I did, you know, I know what it is to be on your own and people not like you for being different or doing what you're doing, the way you're doing it, but getting it. And then not understanding, like, I'm better than him, but why is he getting it? You know, I've seen all of that. Look, I got this, look, leading into this story, right? I had a, a person, you know, because I, I just retired from dance and I taught at BDC for 21 years wow. at Broadway Dance Center, right? So there was sometimes, one time there was this girl looking at my class. And now I don't hear that well now, like, but so I developed lip, lip reading. So she was in a glass outside of the room and I read her lips and she's like, Feliciano is whack. So I was like, well, if I'm whack, why are you watching my class so long? She just folded like and froze. And, you know, I, I took care of that after. And I was like, you know, she shouldn't even be handling it. But had the desk handling my money. But my thing is, like, if I was to let any of that get down and I'm not I'm only human, of course, I would like I would like for people to like what I do. You know, some people like it. Some people don't. That's fine. If you like, it, I always say this. If you like it, cool. If you don't, that's cool, too. I'm human. If some people like what I like, wow, that's dope. I appreciate that. Thank you. But it is not going to stop me, D. You don't like it? No I love what I'm doing. I like what I'm doing. Watch me because I'm doing this. The world is your stage, man. Yeah. Imagine, I, I imagine, stand a, imagine a Puff Daddy said that. Imagine, like, do you know how many people kind of get on him? Oh, he, he, and he's just one person, but I know yeah. a lot of people that love him, and I know a lot of people like, oh. Right. Oh, but he do his thing. But yo, the world is his stage, and he's doing what he does, and you know he's put. You either rock or you don't. Yeah, and it didn't. It doesn't affect his performance the next day. And exactly, like, all right, you got an opinion, and I, I love Kanye how he says, you, 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 you like something, something, but at least you feel something. Yeah. <laughs> you may not love me, but at least you feel something. Exactly. You know, you like see- all right, you got an opinion. But I'm I'm going either way. Right, right, matter. exactly. And actually, that's what you say because I see him do something. I think it was on um, 105 an interview, and Charlemagne the God is like, "Well, I didn't like that other thing." He's like really derogatory. It was negative, and he just smiles at him. He's like, "Amazing, that's amazing." And then goes, "Yeah, MB." And then it's just so he shrugs. I was like, "Bravo!" It was just so dope. Like he's like, "Yeah, that's cool." Like you know, I'm a billionaire. I could go the route of I'm a billionaire. You're not. I mean, you're trying to push buttons and, you know, basically he's like, that's amazing with a smile. And, you know, and, and, you know, I, I've been trying to of late even do better. Like, you know, after I've been reading and doing some other stuff to tweak a few things in my life and understand, you know, you got to understand people and understand the environment you're in all the same, because there are people that have done it before you and been successful. So now it's time for me to get over that next hump. That's where I see myself now. Cause you know, I'm going into 60. What? Yeah. I would never have guessed <laughs> Yo, cheers. Yeah, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm on now. I'm going into that half. So it's like, it's it's, it's real. Like, and I, I feel great. Like, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing what I love. And, and I take what comes with that. 
But, you know, I know that also it gets to a point where, you know, I have to I have to do different things. So now doing this stuff, it's easy on the body. That's why I'm not dancing. I haven't danced since COVID started. And I'm so happy. I don't even want to dance. I've been asked like, hey, you want to teach this? You want to teach that? I was like, eh, no, nah, I'm good. I don't dance anymore. And I haven't officially said that I've retired. I want yeah. to do this farewell reel, you know, of my favorite right. moments in my career. And then I'll, I'll I'll announce. But I can tell you, yeah, I retired. It's already been going on two years. And I feel great, D. And what's so cool, you're in tune with it. You know yourself, but you haven't really, really retired. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah, no, of course. Dream, exactly. But I understand the. But I don't want to. Te- I don't want to teach. Like I've been asked, and you know, it's been good money too. D. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like really, and saying that is so. It's been so empowering, also to be able to like, nah, I've come, I did like. 30 years like I did 30 years yeah yeah you know like I'm good I was at one point I was traveling four to six months out of the year I just started staying in my house I would say the last I've enjoyed my house really the last five years wow well COVID is gone so let's say seven years five to seven years so like you know I'm really enjoying I like to stay in like because you know the trips they started becoming like the plane rides started becoming like the flights were like a long cab ride yeah no that's it's growth, you know, you know yeah. and you've been, you've done this three decades. Yeah, shit. That sounds crazy when you hear it like that. <laughs> yeah. but, but that's like, oh, gee, you it's, know, yeah, like, for real. That's, that's, and cheers to you, man. And Thank the, you, man. And the fact that I think it's just a beautiful thing that you're in tune with your body, which of course you're a dancer. So dancers are definitely in tune, but like, you're really in tune to be like, all right, well, I'm taking these steps now. Yes. Yes. And, and I want to, I want to keep building this legacy. I want to, I want to pave a way for new people to, to shine. I want to mm-hmm. build a platform for new people to shine. Yes. And you're, yes. you're just constantly evolving. Yeah. And some people may be like, Oh, he's stopping, but it, you, you haven't stopped. Like you said, don't stop. <laughs> no, no, you're yeah. just, you're just changing your shoes. You know exactly. I mean? I'm in the same lane. Exactly. I'm putting on these. I, I, the other ones need lifters. They're leaning. <laughs> yeah. I got some fresh kicks on now. It's liberating when you could say no. Yeah. Because you know K-N-O-W you, you know, and you know yourself and you're like, all right, I'm, maybe I'm not going to do this because I'm doing this now. Exactly. But and I that's can what still contribute to the culture. Yeah, you know, because, you know, I'm not laughing like, I, and you know, when you think I'm a house dancer, I dance house. I taught hip hop all these years and choreography, but I dance house. So, you know, I have moments in my kitchen, <laughs> you know, I'll hear like, you know, uh, uh, on the radio on Friday, like they get down on Friday. So, you know, I'll be if I'm in the kitchen or I'm in the car, like I'm jamming. I'm like, damn, I'd like to go to a spot. I know um, Tony Touch is opening up again. They started doing parties, but, you know, also the conditions. I was, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not really wanting to be around a lot of people just yet. So I'm, um, you know, going through that transition too. So I'm, 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 I, I can honestly say that even when this started, you know, I, I felt bad for a lot of dancers because I see a lot of people losing their minds on social media and I've already been for years in tune with my solitude. Mm. And that's been like a plus because I was like, Oh, you're not ready. I was just like, <laughs> you know, just laying up and I was just so comfortable being shut down. It was good for me. I was good. Yeah. You know, so I know a lot of people it was hard for a lot of dancers and what are you going to do now? And, this, you know, sometimes you got to make those segues. And, you know, I, I'm not about going back, but I'll I'll go on the side and sit on a chair and 
take a break for a minute and then move, continue to move forward. But I'm not going back. That's my motto. I say that to me all the time. I'm not going back Bro, to myself. That's, that's beautiful, man. Mm. What yeah. I've been saying a lot to myself, probably over the last week, take your time. Cause I'm always on some, Oh, I gotta get, I always feel like this, like 200 <laughs> BPM in my mind, especially when I know I got a lot and like, all right, go to like tribe called quest, go to like 96 BPM and <laughs> chill midnight marauders, you know, yeah. Beyond the 96 BPM, 92. <laughs> there you go. Take right. your time a little bit. Take a power 89. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I, I'm, I'm all about efficiency. It's not like, oh, you know, sit on the couch and let life come to you. Take your time. But it's like, just take your time. Yeah. Write, just, eight, write eight goals at a time. Do them. and do. The, I'm trying to, like, be more calm. Are you a Gemini? I'm a Aquarius. Oh, okay. I, I just know about Gemini. They say this about Gemini. I'm a Gemini. I don't know anything about the signs, but I figured when I heard this, because I'm my mind is, old, like, I'm, I'm doing this now, and I'm already working on what's coming in December. Wow. So like, and this is not easy because my thing is, if I'm already in something, it's already done. Yeah. So I, I work. This is already it's already moving itself. I just got to continue the format of what I have to do, promote da da da. But I'm already thinking about the next one and I'm already booking for the next one. So that's already that's already locked. For December's already locked. So that's another. If you want to pop out to that, you'll see that there'll be a different one there, and that, and that one the doors will be open. That'll be at a at, at actually a brick house on December 11th. Sick. Sick. Yeah, I am not playing. That's no, that's great, man. That you've, you know, you're, you're, it's just so great. You really know yourself. You love, you know, and you love yourself. And I'm, I'm feeling the vibe and you love what you do. And it's just, it's, it's definitely goals for me to be like, yo, I want to do what I've done for 30 something years. <laughs> there you go. You will. Yeah. If you yeah, want yeah. to, you will. I'm, that's what I always say. I'm about 13, but I can't say I'm 13. All in, all in, yeah. Like there you go. But before you know, thirty will be here, and you're like, damn, I remember when I told Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, I'll still be around to witness that. Of course, bro. If you're, if you're, you look this way, and you're (laughs) sixty. What? No, if you look, if you're sixty now, and you look, no, no, I'm not. I'm going. I'm leaning towards sixty. Don't rush me, buddy. Don't rush me. Misinterpreted. I'm leaning in the 60. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. On another half of that. No worries. All right, cool, cool. My bad, my bad. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's the same once you get in this realm, I feel. I felt like I was saying something about somebody older. You know, you get to saying like, oh, that's why. Now I get it, you know? And when you hear the youngins, I was like, all right, I get it. So, you know, to treat them differently um, as far as like not how you were treated. Like, you know, I don't treat them like, oh, you were young and you don't know. I'm like, I just like, yeah, I see it. I was there. I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah. You got to move, though. It don't matter what age you are. You got to move. You trying to get it for real. You got to move. You got to move. I said this is so much. It's sad because there's just so much talent out there. D. It always comes back to that. And um, yeah. you know, I want to see my people come up. I want to see them doing well. Like there's enough out there for everybody. And, you know, everybody, sometimes everybody wants. What's so sad is that sometimes everybody wants to chase the same crumb when there's a lot of different crumbs to go get. To say it. that. You know what I mean? There's a lot. Like, so everybody doesn't have to be in the same lane. Like, it's about consistency and about the long dollar. And I try to teach them about the long dollar, meaning the consistent work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, nah, man. I think you're planting the seeds now, even if they can't see it that way right away. Yeah. 
I think it's just so good to see someone that's been doing something for their life and just be able to reach out and touch them. Yeah. The learning may not appear right away, like, because maybe they're just so engulfed in the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, it rubs off. It rubs off. Of course. Because I've seen it. I have seen it, though. I must say, I've seen guys make their own clothing. I've seen guys, you know, don't market themselves. I'm like, yo, you got a name. You should start your brand. Like, you know, monetize that. I started later with it. And I'm like, I should have in my prime. I should have even been doing it. But I got Doobie Jamming has been worldwide. I sold it everywhere, you know, and I maximized it with the workshops. And it was just crazy. And I, I and I just saw it as a side hustle. You yeah. know, like I got blessed and I got to do Fashion Week twice with my clothing. So, you know, like, you know, I've gotten to do it and, I, and I'm good. I never have to do it again. I got to do it. You know what I mean? And, and I can say I did this. And yeah, it just adds on to it. Another experience for the book to share with my kids, share with my grand. You know, my daughter got to see all of this and she's in marketing. Um, you know, she's and that's the sort of artist, uh, you know, artistry to that also. And, you know, she's a creative. She paints and she does that all stuff. Like I said, she does the flyers. So I'm just happy how that is and how it's come down, even from my mom's because my mom traveled the world uh doing a uh, mission work like you know and it's so funny she got to travel the world i traveled the world working giving back she gave back my daughter travels she's on vacation <laughs> so it's, it's changed but she's gotten to also travel and experience because i think when you see how other people live no matter where it is you get to understand your surroundings a lot more that's been my experience that's beautiful man yeah i don't know what else you want to know <laughs> yo man i'm so how much are we on out we out of time? No, no, we're not. Um you sure? I could kind of just I could do this for a long time to the point where someone's like, yo, Dave, I think we're <laughs> well, I got shit. I I got I got uh, so much stuff. I don't know what sentence I wanted to share with you, but we got I, I'm I'm very inspired now. Um what I normally do too, what I've been doing lately, I do this game. It's called Dream On. Mm-hmm. Um I actually my friend named it last time because I didn't even have a name for it. It just what I, what I do, uh, I'm going to throw a dream out or a question. Uh-huh. And then all you got to do is if something comes to your mind, the first thing that comes to your mind. Like as far as like in a dream state? It, well, well, it'll be like dream related. Like if you okay, can okay. do this. Or Let's see if I can you, handle this. If you all right, I'm already under pressure. I'm shaking. I'm nervous. That, <laughs> and I just, um, yeah, I just vibe off our kind of our combo right. and. And this is also a freestyle for me. I don't have these questions ready. Okay. So if you could go anywhere on your next trip, no budget, budget doesn't matter, where would you go? I'd go back to Egypt. Sick. Beautiful. So much history. It's amazing just to think about, like, how'd you do this? Like, You would go back to Egypt. So you've been there. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. There's so many, there's so many, there's so many answers for that question, but I'd have to say Egypt. That's beautiful. Yeah. If you could choreograph a music video for any artist that's living right now, who, what artist would you choose? I would, I would go with the same flow. I'd do Jay Balvin again because I got to debut him at the Garden, and now like he's really big. So I'd like to full circle, like, oh, I'm back again, and like you know, know what that's like. Damn, did it, did it, so, but uh, yeah, I was going to say something else, but there's just, there's so many experiences that I had that I like to repeat to feel that uh, because I also did choreography for this guy, um, Alejandro Sanz, and he's like really big. He was like fifth on sales on Warner Brothers. 
and I, he fill out stadiums. And when he, I placed him in this position when I staged that tour and to feel the energy of the crowd, when he came out, I was like, Oh, I felt all of that from the crowd. So that feeling it's irreplaceable, but I'm sorry. I digress. No, no, that's beautiful. That, that's yeah. the whole point of this is to take us kind of these, uh, yeah. like these, because for me, we either create a visual when we talk about a dream because we see it yeah, like we could imagine it or it may take us to that place. So yeah. don't even feel bad because that's, yeah, that, that's yeah, what I love I, about, I it, about that. Yeah. When you, when we think that's what I love about it, when we talk about dreams, even a future dream or something that even if we could bring back or do new, it, it lights a, a memory of one that we've done. As as you said, you're like I would love to kind of yeah because I never I I've never thought about I never thought about the garden when I did that gig for him and the debut there I was like wow I'm in the garden like I you know I, I worked in the garden choreographed in the garden like so that like that was a beautiful thing that was unexpected and and yeah and it was dope and he he's actually a dope guy I actually getting ready to drop that post on a dance days one series that I've been doing that has to come up but yeah that that was really dope that's sick so I know you said you're not dancing at the moment mm -hmm. um but if you could dance in any stage in any place in the world where would you go where would you perform to oh perform oh performing wise to be honest with you i would only want to just dance in the club where? and not even like i just want to dance in the club into house music like i would i would want to be back i would want to be back in the 80s I love it. I would want to be back in the 80s dancing in the club and I'd like to see Broadway look eclectic like it did then and see unique and not see everybody look the same from from 14th Street to Canal. Like I was just saying that the other day, so, but I would like to do that. There's no real stage like because I'm not a dancer, so I don't aspire that way. So but I would say I would want to be in my club environment like I would like to experience my club environment again. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could go to. Like yeah. Time and just yeah exactly i go to the world like i worked in tower you know there used to be the tower records that was right on fourth and broadway yeah. and we used to do security there and when we would finish we would go pick up some dosa key beers from the bodega then walk to alphabet city and go to the world and and right around the corner from there was the loft and in the middle of that was save the robots and we used to just party and it was just it was just so fun it was just fun i worked and i you know it was just great because i had my own place since i was 18 so, you know, it was just doing all of that. I, I would like to repeat that era. Yeah, that was, yeah, that would be the stage in the club with some baby powder. <laughs> so if you could live somewhere. If I can what? I know, live, like just say. Oh, live. You, like how you went to Spain. Yes. You could go somewhere and live for a year, wherever. The budget didn't affect you. Like, right. You're just good to go. Uh, where, where would you go? Um, I would go. You know, I've just been saying how I missed the Spanish food. And I went to 34th Street to Little Spain. It was like tortilla patata with, 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 with potatoes, like a potato omelet with, with potato chips. I'm like, that's so disrespectful to the country. Um, I don't know, but I did say I wanted to buy a house in Aruba when I went to Aruba. It was beautiful. But I would say, I would say back to Madrid, back to Spain. Nice. Yeah, I would say back to Spain. I had a great time. It's 10 years. I did 10 years. I did 10 months out of the year for 10 years because I would come back uh, July and August, summer, September. So I did 10 years, 10 months out of the year for 10 years. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, Madrid. I'd go back to Spain. 
if you could have a conversation with someone that you didn't meet or you maybe you did meet but that person is now no longer living with us in the physical you could have a convo with anyone yeah um wow I can't who that's not living. You know what? I would love to, and, and I don't I only just recently got into him, but Baldwin. I was watching, you know, I watched the documentary, I think when it came out, it was about a year and a half ago when it came out. And just and I just saw some clips of him. And I would just like to pick his brain on, you know, understand, like, you know, because I see what he says, like, like, and and I feel like a, a lot of times about like, you know, what we're subjected to as a people. Um, but yet there's so many things that can be done also. Like there's such a fine line there. And, and I see that in him as he advocates um, for black and brown people, but then also the, the other side of like, yo, we know that also as a people, we need to step up, you know? Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. But that, that's what I feel. That's the thing, you know, and I try to say, I'm not into politics. Uh, uh, I don't watch the news often because I just feel it's like telling me about another dead body a different day. And so, you know, when I'm in the car, I'll catch NPR, I get updated and find out what's going on, but it's, it's just the same evolving BS. Yeah. So, it, you know, it, it becomes like, you know what? I'm focused here. I'll notice how I'm making money if the economy is getting better or not, <laughs> you know? And, and I'll know offhand, like hand to hand. And, you know, when I get to that point, we'll get there. Um, I like to know what's going on, but sometimes I feel like, I even hear like listening to my brother, like he's on the conspiracy theories and this and that. I'm like, yeah, but you could be doing so much more. Like the same way that you put all that energy into knowing all of that, put that into yourself. You know, and that, my people, put it in yourself. You know about the gossip, you know about this, you know about that. And it's good to be informed and be informative, but shit, put that into yourself. And then you're not talking about what somebody else is doing. You're talking about what you're doing. It always reminds me of uh, the scene in Bronx Tale where Sonny's like, is Mickey Mantle paying your bills? Is what? No, because there's a scene in Bronx Tale. Uh-huh. Father's like, is Mickey Mantle paying? No, Sonny. Paying the rent. He says the Colosio. He's like, yeah. is, is Mickey Mantle paying my bills? Right, right. You know, and he's, he's so excited about seeing him. Or, or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. about the ball game. And that's it. Like, you know, I respect that. Like, I respect it. I respect yeah, all that. Somebody asked me who you admire. I admire a lot of people, but that's them. Like, you know, my thing is like, I say, I like, like, you know, don't worry about what's in somebody else's pockets. That's how I say it. Worry about what's in your own pockets. And I admire that. That should give me fuel to inspire me. I like to be inspired. Like, bro, you did that? Let's go. Or if I see something and I think like, eh, you know, you all have an opinion on something. I'll be like, I look at it, not that they suck, but I'll be like, I know I'm going to get mine. I just got to get, I know I'm going to get mine, you know? And, and everybody, do, everybody got their lane. Like, you know, I don't knock nobody's hustle. I don't knock nothing. As long as it doesn't conflict with mine, we good. I'm sorry, I digress. All right, what's the next one? No, no, the, the, those are all great. That That's the whole point of this because it's really right. to just like tap in and then feel emotions about things. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. think, I think dreams are just so important too just talking to them because as you tell me this it plants a seed in my mind where if you're like oh i want to do this or you told me something about the grants yeah now when i'm out in, that. now when i'm out in the the wild world <laughs> and i t- see something 
You'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I'd be like, yo, bro, check this. I feel yeah. so that's why I always encourage my friends and my people or just anyone just to share your dreams with others. And yeah. you may be met with someone being like, Yeah, that's crazy. But right. then but then you build resilience if it's really important. Yeah. Or or it shows your true colors if you can let that person's opinion overshadow your your want for that truth exactly or, or yeah the, the purpose that you were actually striving for yeah i've, I've had I've like i learned a lot like last 10 years i learned a lot d <laughs> i learned the hard way but it's all right you know it's it, i'd rather have the scars than somebody tell me about it like you know sometimes it's just holes you gotta walk into you gotta feel them like i've walked around a lot of them seeing others and be like i'm gonna walk around but there's just some of them that you have to feel i say that for others and i say it for myself and i also pull my coat like you know don't like sometimes don't get gas, <laughs> you know, relax. And I pull my own coat and say, chill, Leslie, chill, <laughs> you know, and then I, I stay the course. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that helps for me because, you know, sometimes I start feeling myself. I ain't going to lie. Like, you know, I'm human. I'm like, yeah. And I feel proud about that. And I feel proud about the things that I do. And it's confidence. I'm not uh, conceited or, you know, I don't throw things in people's face. I don't do that kind of stuff. I rarely talk about myself. To be honest with you, I just recently dropped some stuff just for knowledge, but I'm always talking about what you can do because I already know what I can do. I don't need to say it out loud. I don't need to let nobody. You can see the work for itself and you either want to rock with it or not, but you see it. And I do talk because I'm always trying to just inspire. But, you know, the thing I've, I've learned, that you know, especially in our community, a lot of people don't want to hear that. It rubs some people the wrong way. I've had it happen. So so understanding that I'm like, all right, cool. So there's a lot of things that are, have changed. And it's all right. Like, you know, and I'm still here and I'm still going to try to get work. And I don't care about likes. I don't care about shares. If you do, cool, of course. Like, you know, it all helps in that aspect of the business. But I study all that just for marketing purposes to see how I put out, not to for self-gratification. You know, like the the, 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 the event is starting to bubble and we're starting to get more followers. And, and you see people starting to ask that they want to be part of the call outs. So I see the growth because it's already the work is being put in, not because I'm talking. You know, so yeah. Yeah, man. I, I've, I'm starting to see that too with, with age or just maybe wisdom or just experience or, you know, life experiences. Mm -hmm. My biggest wins lately, no one even knows, you know, and, and, I'm, you know. and I've been testing myself to be like, all right, Dave, you could win and no one needs to know. And as long as you feel inside that you're winning. Yeah. And even if you lose too, it's, yeah. not, it, you know, and, and it's, cool. it's all part of the same process. It's cool. Kind of being like keeping some stuff to yourself or within your, your family circle. Yeah. And inside your house. And um, yeah, and it's it also cool that, to spread good love too. So there's like, this mm -hmm. weird there's this cool balance of it. Really yeah, I, I've, I've been noticing, I'll just post a smile. <laughs> I'll just post a smile. That, that that helps me get it all. Cause you know, I like to, I like to share, but it, sharing is not for everyone. Like to your point that you just said, it's just like, and it's sad that, cause you know, it, it you know, you want to be able to be like, Hey, look, this is what's going on. And like, try to put somebody on and you know i realized too like you can't even really put friends on either because then there's a certain animosity that might come out behind it so like you know i'm learning all these new things because i'm feeling and i'm seeing different things and there's stuff that i've seen 
have done the people that were close to me have done and I haven't said anything and I just see it and I'm like all right now I know how to act accordingly because I'm really trying to keep the emotional part in check you know and and put that to the side and then it's just like all right this is what it is for face value DMX said I don't know if you saw this he's like you know you can always count on a person be uh, doing what they're going to do, be who they're going to be. So if he's a thief, he's a liar or whatever it is, you can always count on them to be that. So, you know, it's like that made so much sense in the simplest form. And I'm like, all right, well, there you go. You know? That's yeah. Tough, man. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love playing this game because it's like, it, it just, I've been doing it lately in, on the episodes and it's just so memorable to me because you really, it, it, and a lot of- it triggers these other ideas and, um, feelings which is i'm all about yeah and then you know you get to you get to know me this is the first time we ever talked this long it's true it's true that's it's what de- i love about it's this definitely podcast. in dumbo it's definitely it was a hip-hop event it's definitely in dumbo that's what i love about this podcast too because i'm i'm i work alone mostly all day i'm in my yeah. studio and then i i come home and i i'm kind of on fire to talk about things but some people are working Right. And it, it's tough to unload. But what's cool about this, we're all dreaming in kind of our, bu- in like our bubble, but then right. to kind of just let go a little bit, share it. Because you're, you're like my, in a like-minded, like-minded environment. Yeah, yeah. That's so what's this, up. This podcast really saved me a lot. Many people have helped and saved me, but this podcast was very healing for me during the pandemic. So just have an hour with someone of undivided talking. It's like a very healing thing. And I, I, yeah. I, I encourage it to anyone to just let's not let the phone go out of style in terms yeah. of like phones are always going to be in style, but pick right. up the phone. Let's not let that go out of style. And yeah, there shouldn't be a reason to call someone because I call people out of the blue and they're like, Hey bro, is everything, are you okay? Like, what do you need? And I'm like, right. I actually don't need anything. I just wanted to say hi to you. But it's cool. I, had, I got a couple of calls like that one time. I was surprised on the person. And he's like, yeah, he's like, it's just a random call. I was like, oh, all right. Hey, what's up? What you been? How you been? You been all right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the, it's it's almost becoming this weird thing now. Like, what? They're calling me out of the blue? Like, how come they didn't text me? Yeah, like, I, what you need? Like, what? You never, you don't talk to me. Like, what's up? <laughs> and, I, and I'll admit it. I was guilty of people calling me. And I was like, oh, why are they calling me? Like, right. they could just text me that. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait. And like, I think COVID, I probably got more in my feelings. And I'm already in my feelings. You know, not, not to put myself out there but i like talking to people about that. yeah i'm like not venting but kind of getting things sharing out. sharing yeah yeah sharing you know? sharing and you know i was funny you say venting because sometimes i'll be like yo i need to vent and you know i keep it a buck because i think that's fair and it's considered because a person has a trip like yo right now i'm not gonna be able to give you my full attention you know so you know give me the short version or call me back later you know i'd rather be honest about that because that happens sometimes but yeah i'm the same way i like to i like to share and to be able to have you know be able to converse with somebody especially like you said sometimes you, you don't find you find yourself not alienating but like you know if you're not around the like-minded people like i have no problem staying by myself it makes no it makes no sense to me to be around just to be around yeah or to talk just to talk you know other than like you know if you're catching up with someone but not in that sense i don't i can't yeah yeah i feel that you know it's not i feel like it's not productive on any level you yeah. know so yeah so what's the next question 
so bro i'm I'm pretty i feel pretty inspired already um <laughs> i think that last one where we talked about um who you would talk to I, I'm yeah pretty fulfilled. yeah I, so i'm I th- that was just really dope to play play that game with you um and really hear you know some of your dreams and and it, yeah and, man i appreciate it basically hear about how you've been dreaming in real life for the last 30 something years and really dedicating yourself. you know i've been you know because i got a book of dreams it's funny you say that i, got, I have a dictionary there's a it's, a it's a book of dreams that i got and it's so dope because when i do remember a dream i'll in the middle of the night i'll write down and scribble so this way i'll go back to sleep and try to figure out what i scribbled and then look up whatever it might be the key words and stuff like that and there's been a lot of stuff like i'm making moves that they, it all comes out to saying like it's going to be successful or be careful. You got somebody, you're, somebody's in your trying to bring harm to you. So it's just funny how this is. And, and some of those dreams kind of manifested themselves. It's crazy. But you know what's crazy? Without even naming names, like some people just really outright was doing some nonsense stuff. And I'm not even doing anything. there. I have an event. I'm not doing nothing similar to this. And I caught something that was just really, you could see it was with malice intent. And then all of a sudden they had some stuff happen to them and the event just stopped. And I don't know what it is, the reasons and other stuff that was brought to my attention. I was like, you know, God don't like ugly. I don't know if it had anything to do with me. Like we all suffer some kind of karma. I might be suffering my own karma. I might be suffering somebody else's karma. You know, it depends how that is. So, you know, when I see that, I really, you know, it just reiterates how I feel about the universe and how I'm connected to it. And like, it'll take, you know, and I believe in God and, and, and the spirituality of all of it. I don't believe in the actual church and religion but I believe in what I believe in and how I'm connected to it. Does he exist or not exist? So she, I don't know. I have no idea if it exists or not, but I choose to believe. And it's all about a choice. You know, some people might say, good luck. I say, I wish you success. I don't believe in luck, but I believe in God. You know, so it's a, about how you're phrasing it, but I'm definitely in tune with the universe and the energy that it bestows upon me, especially when I put something and speak something out into existence and then watch it manifest itself. It's just crazy, D. How could you not? believe in it you know when it when you when you feel it personally i don't know if you've had this experience yourself with the universe or how you're connected to your spirituality if at all but it's just a beautiful thing for me no i'm definitely someone of faith um it's uh it's been a journey for me hey and and i i plan to stay on the journey there you go and there you go yeah so it's 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 just bro it's just so awesome to hear about everything that you've been through and you know from the story that you know going to spain with 600 to now you know <laughs> st- stepping in the new roles yeah of your of your dream and passion bro it, it's it's very inspiring yeah i hope i hope when you see the event you're like i hope you're like you're being sincere too you be like yo Les, this is some bs right here i don't even know why you invited me to this nonsense <laughs> you're gonna have a great time it's really dope i can feel your vibe the fact you're so hype about it and um yeah. And then I'm, I'm hyped. Like what you're feeling also is that I know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about the year celebration, but I know what's coming and I'm excited about what's getting ready to, what I'm getting ready to drop. But I got a question for you, D. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get Dave noodles? What's the noodles from? What's that about? Uh, it's, so it's very simple. My last name, Noodleman. Oh, okay. So I, was in, I was in band class, six, like sixth or seventh grade. And <laughs> the teacher would be like, Mr. Noodleman, and they'd be like, noodles. And then it just kind of became this thing. Oh. And then I just embraced it. And I, this was before Google. I was like, 
I think this was during Fido. This was I didn't even think of oh if people Google it with a Z, it's gonna work better. It it actually did. Right. But I it was because of like AOL. I think the Z the S was taken or something. So okay. The Z. And then I just, it's just been rocking ever since. And it's fine. It's fine. I yeah. thought it was some coming to America. I thought it was a uh, once upon a time in America joint. Yeah, yeah. It was so a fire was, movie. I know. I, it's so funny because him and I are, are like different characters for real. But it's but I, a lot a few people brought that up. Like, hey, that even relates. But I'm like, oh, no, did it's, they? Just, it's stemmed from my last name. And it's just okay, like I never do. I was wondering, like, where you get the noodles from? I don't, maybe you ate you ate noodles or ramen, or I don't know what, <laughs> what it could probably be. But that's perfect, though. I love and I love. I'm a big pasta dude, but it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> so I probably am what I eat, definitely, because I eat a lot of pasta. But <laughs> but yeah, that's how it all started. Well, that's what's up, man. All right, cool, man. So what? What? How? How, how you want to end this? Are you summarizing? You want a final question? You want to? So uh, I mean, now, now my stomach is starting to kick in. I'm getting uh, of course. So yeah, we could just end it on this note for anyone out there that has a dream, maybe they're starting or maybe they're going through something. What would be your, your last bit of advice for them? I tell them, like I, I say this to everyone, like, you know, you just have to believe it starts in believing. Once you believe everything else comes together one way or another, you're going to find it. But if you don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe it. And for somebody to actually invest in you or see you, they got to see that you believe it. You know, just got to believe. That's why I always say that. And put the work in. I, that, you know, like I, I, just saying this in closing, like sometimes I speak and there's things that are for me that are given that I don't have to say. But I notice also I'm around people, but they'll say like, blah, blah. and I'll be like, that's a given for me. That's why I don't speak on it. But of course, you got to put in all the work that comes with it. But the key thing is to believe. You got to really believe it and not believe the hype, not to believe that you're trying to convince someone else what you're doing, but actually you believe it and you don't care if they believe you or not. That's it. Like I, I'll end on this note. Even my daughter, I redid the bathroom. My daughter didn't see it. Or she doesn't see things. Sometimes I see the vision. I like, I see it. And she said, daddy, I don't know about this. This doesn't, I don't think this is going to work. I said, I'm telling you, watch. She was like, wow, the bathroom looks great. Daddy. I didn't, I said, and you ain't see it. Right. And it's the same thing. I'll see son of vision, you know, and she's so smart. She's so good with her money. I'm and she's good, like with handling things. And she's so smart. But I will be I'm that creative. Like, I believe in it. Let's go. We're going to find out. And any bumps along the road, we're going we're going to chisel them out. And we're going to smooth it out and we're going to figure it. And we're going to do that. And, and that's how kind of the call out. So it's kind of bumpy at first and I figured it out. And I just flipped it. And we got because you got to keep it moving. Like, you know how you said you got to keep going. And you're like, I feel like I'm not doing it. It's like. I said, we got to make a move. I'm not going to sit on this and be stumped and be like, so now what? No, this is what's now what you think. Take a moment and go, you know? So that time you were talking about does exist. You take that moment and you've got to keep it pushing. So to everyone that's out there, believe in what you want to do. You can do it. If you believe it, you can do it. And you'll maybe adjust some things along the way, but that comes with it. That's life. And thank you for listening. <laughs> Yo, man. Thank you. No, uh, thank you. Those really helped uh, help me, and they're very healing. And it was just amazing to hear your story. And I, I just look forward to watching you continue to evolve and cheers to another 30 years of you know doing what you love. And, thank you. Uh, I hope in six months we're, we're growing. I could talk to you again about a bunch of new stuff, or you'll see and you'll be like, he said something was coming. Bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're always welcome back to the I show. Love you. And um, it was just a great experience having you here, bro. And I wish you nothing but the best on all 
your your journeys and your paths and dreams. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And to all your listeners and followers, thank you. And um, I'll see you on November 6th on IG Live from 6.30 to 10.30. And also December 11th at Brick House. It'll be as of 6.30, 7 o'clock, December 11th. That's definitely going down. Well, as of today, it is. Anything could happen. But just keep believing. Keep it up. And thank you, D. I'll see you November 6th, my brother. Yes. So everyone out there, remember, we've been dreaming for the evening, but you got to keep going. And, you know, my boy dropped plenty of gems for you. Um, A lot of them I would drop bombs on and just keep replaying. You could probably just cut up this into like a motivational uh, audio book. (laughs) A lot of talking. You're going to have to edit a lot of this. (laughs) But remember, uh, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Find me, the Dave Noodles on YouTube. You can meet dreamers from all around the world that are turning their dreams into reality. And make sure to follow my guy, Leslie Feliciano. Check out the call outs, the, the camp. Take out, yeah, take a Raw Light the Camp. Um, at the call outs is our battle format. Raw Light the Camp is a, the dance camp. We got Leslie Feliciano if you want to see my personal stuff and some of my career stuff. And then we got the clothing that's doobie jamming. Um, latest top is uh, it's an art to live off the arts. You can pick that up. Hoodies and sweatpants coming out next week. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. My brother, I'll be seeing you soon and have a great evening. Yes, you will. You have a better one, my brother, and stay safe out there, all right? You too. You too.